Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. If you can find the time to explore the mind of a stripper, then you can find the time to spend with your actual family. Prime time with Isaac and Sue. <laughs> Oh, what they on? All steroids and no carbs. They're the big ass kids. This is Primetime. We're not like you. We're growing up. Your source for the best in local, regional, and national sports. Oh, my goodness. Here are Isaac Ropp and Jason Sakanik with Primetime on 1080 The Fan. All right, welcome back to X Golf Tualatin. It's Ropp and Sook. We're right here next to. Um, Best Buy. Well, in the boot barn. Don't forget, the about, boot the, don't barn. forget about the boot barn. That's quality. Wet. Look, someone right there just went to the Look at that buckle. Yes, sir. That's quality <laughs> Western wear right there. Saddle up and ride. Yeah. He's going to go to a rodeo and maybe sit on a horse for a little while. I think that's what happens at a rodeo. <laughs> now, wait. Do you work at the boot barn? Do you work at boot barn? Oh, oh see? Look boot at that. barn guy's here. Yeah. And let me tell you something. You look like you run a boot barn. Yeah. That's yeah. a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Well, we're hanging out here. We're partying. Uh, we got the guys getting ready to get going for the uh, Winter Golf Classic. About ready to tee off. Oh, looks like there's announcements. Oh, yeah. Do we have, do we have to use our quiet golf our Jim voice? Nance voice. What do you feel about, by the way? Like when They're if, about to do the national anthem. When when you come to play in a indoor simulated event, do you have to get dressed up like you're playing golf? <laughs> I don't know. I got to tell you. <laughs> I think it's odd to watch people walk in with their clubs. It is a little odd. You know? Yeah, it's just like, well, and, and some of them are clearly decked out as if they're going to play in cold weather, rainy conditions. But I'm like, you're inside in a temper-controlled environment. 
Like, I, I well, just, it is cold outside. Maybe they're just dressed for. No, I just uh, you I, know. I don't. I don't know what. What do you the, want to wear? Shorts. I just don't know what the appropriate attire is for playing indoor golf. Do you dress as if you're playing golf, or well, you just you show up in some joggers and uh, in a tee? I think you just. Well, but a jogger's and a tee wouldn't work. It's like 35 degrees outside. Well, obviously, you take off a jacket. I'm just saying, do you have to go polo shirt? Like, are you wearing your Callaway slacks? Uh, it's just, it's, no, it's, no. it's interesting to see the, the different levels of, uh, of dress yeah, for the indoor golf classic. So they're, they're conducting the announcements for a full tee sheet yes. for the afternoon round. It's a scramble at Pebble Beach. No, uh, the no wind. The wind has been turned off. Wind has off. been turned off. Gimme's from seven feet and in, which that's a little much. Well, I think putting in the, the simulated events is by far the hardest of, of the, okay. you know, the the things. I think that's why. All right. And there's a bunch of celebrities here. You know, we just saw uh, Jeff Rust, yes. who is the uh, midday producer. He's so much more. He's, he's he never big. shows up at events. No, I was a little surprised. Like, you live out here? And he's like, no, I live out by Dusty. I was like, whoa. Well, yeah, then, he's here. Yeah. Well, the, the instantly bellied up. Look at Schultzy there, ready to go. Now, to your point about shorts and a golf shirt, yeah. there's Schultzy. <laughs> Got his Mariner jackets <laughs> draped over his shoulder. He's ready to go. Swigard is here. Uh, I just saw Mike Barrett. Yes. How about Mike Barrett? Mike Barrett coming on the program, 5.15. Yeah, we'll talk to him about uh, them buying Red Tail Golf Course and bringing Major League Baseball to Portland. Well, don't worry. We'll grill him. We'll pin him down. We'll get the tough answers. And more importantly, the manager of the boot barn is here. Yeah, and he, man... No one has ever looked more like a manager of a store, no. a specific store, than, than the boot bar well, guy. Well, he actually, in a way, doesn't, too. Like, he's, like really? you said, he looks like he he came straight from the rodeo. That's the boot barn. Well, I know, but it, but not, like, retail, you know? Like, he yeah. doesn't look yeah, you think all retail-y. Sure. But I, he think, looks, but I think that's the thing. At the boot barn, the, they promote from within. I love that he's working right now. He's got Jack and Coke at the bar. That guy started out That guy started out at the fitting room at the boot barn and has worked his way up. And he's, so, got, he's got a lot of jewelry on. I believe there's at least seven different rings that he's wearing. Yeah. We could interview him. It's possible. I don't Move know. over, Mike Barrett. I also have the question. When you have that much jewelry that you wear on a day-to-day -day basis... Is there like a ring tree that you you pick all that out? Can or? we see those? Can it you? seems like a lot. It seems like a lot of accessories. Let's take a look at with. this man's fingers. He looks like Tom Brady with all the championship yeah. rings on. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot happening. Yeah, there's. So we've got a wolf. <laughs> what is, what is that? It's like a Thor's hammer. We've got a. Like That's, that looks like a party mask of some like a fox. Yeah. All I know is I, I see eight rings and at least four bracelets. A happening. ruby. Boy, that is just a man, lot. dude. That is a lot happening. You're an animal. And the belt buckle. I would. Cheyenne. I feel like that would take me a half hour just to, to to do that every day to leave the house. That's just that's a that's a lot. It's a good look. That's why I'm not a jewelry guy. <laughs> it's working for you. He says he has more jewelry than his lady. That's how you get. That's that's how you get promoted at the boot barn. I love it. Well, last night in the NBA was just an ab an abomination. I don't know if you saw. We talking about the Pistons? Yes. Yeah. I don't. Did know, you see that? I don't know if I've ever seen someone get slide tackled and then be like, "Ah, no call." I, and you're gonna have to uh, fill me in on the ways of NBA replay. Yeah. All I know is they'll sit there and take three minutes to pour over whose fingertip a ball went off of. Yes. And yet, last night, if you didn't see, I mean, it absolutely changed the outcome of the game. Yes. The Pistons are playing the Knicks. Loose ball, scrum, Pistons up by one. And 
I forget who, uh, Thompson, I think, for the Pistons, grabs the ball and gets absolutely yeah, terry-tated by DiVincenzo. Wipes him out. In the NFL, that's 15 yards for going yes. low. We're throwing the flag. No call. No. Um, and Monty Williams, by the way, lost Oh, he was it. livid. He every reason to. We the have Knicks that audio get the if ball. you guys want it. We have that audio. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll play it. Yeah. Knicks get the ball, they score, and in, in the, ga the, the game's over. I mean, yeah. absolute joke. Here's what Monty Williams said after the game. The absolute worst call of the season. No call. And enough's enough. We've, we've done it the right way. <clears throat> we've called the league. We've sent in clips. We're sick of hearing the same stuff over and over again. We had a chance to win the game, <clears throat> and the guy dove into Asar's legs, and there was a no call. That, that's an abomination. You cannot miss that in an NBA game, period. And I'm tired of talking about it. I'm tired of our guys asking me, what more can we do, coach? That situation is exhibit A to what we've been dealing with all season long, and enough's enough. You cannot dive into a guy's legs in a big-time game like that, and there be a no call. It's ridiculous, and we're tired of it. We just want a fair game called. Period. And I got nothing else to say. We want a fair game. And that was not fair. I'm done. No, he's right. Yes. It's absurd. I just don't understand why they can't review that. You know, why can't they? Like, they review everything. Yeah. And it, I just, it just blows me away that that play happens and they can't somehow make it right. Well, and then they, 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 they at least came out of the, the, the NBA and the pool reporter were like, and yes, we blew that call. Well, of but course it, they it blew means, the call. It means nothing to the Pistons. I and just, I mean, dude, it's not that hard. The technology exists in all of these sports, right? Yes. Like, you, you look at all-around sports. Like, the NFL, you got to give them credit, man. Yep. We, we were talking about this yesterday, but when things go wrong in the NFL, they get right on it and change it. Yeah. And, and the NBA just seems to lag. Like, like why is that? The only, the only weird part about the NBA is that it's, it's true that, like, if you don't call a foul and the play keeps going, it's like, it's, it's weird. At least in the NFL, like, there's a, there's a start and a stop. But in the NBA, when the foul's not called, I, I, don't, I don't know what you do. They, get, like, they only get one challenge, right? Yeah, you get the challenge. Uh, I think you get, don't you get two? Uh, I thought if, it was one. If you but get it right. Again, you you tell me. I I'm not up on my NBA replay. I just I just know a bad call or you know just a bad situation when I see one, and it's just it just doesn't seem hard to get it right. Yeah. Maybe with a a challenge or or a, you know a timeout or some, something. Uh, I don't know, but it's just stupid. It is that is as bad a call. And by the way, that was on the the and I didn't see this one, but I, I guess like the the game before. Uh, Bencaro traveled for Orlando like on a clear travel and didn't get called, and so the Pistons had two like heartbreaking losses and some people roll their eyes and be like well it's detroit who gives a crap but obviously it matters to detroit because they're, they're trying to win games they're trying to turn things around try to build a winning culture and they, they keep getting jobbed yeah monty williams not really the type of guy that's going to gripe all that much you yeah. know when he, when he's that mad you know that he got jobbed and and he did it's just and i get officiating in the nba it's not easy you yeah know i mean there's a, just a lot of gray area yeah and it's with if, some if, of these calls if but you win the challenge you get a second challenge if you lose, right? The, but if you, you lose, lost the first one, then you get nothing. There's just yeah, you lose the timeout and then and then it's done. Yeah, I don't know. You're right. Like the the play goes on. There's only ten uh, seven seconds left or whatever. Yeah. How do you? What do you do there? Yeah. Do I, you? 
Yeah, I mean, it's not like you can throw a flag out onto the court. Nope. Nope. And in the in the last, what, two minutes, right, isn't that, I don't even think there's a coach challenge. I think everything has to be it's, reviewed by the league. It does, but. But in that case, like, it there's no stoppage. There's no stoppage, so, so it just keeps going. But he's it? right. Like, how do you miss, like, come on, dude. You're a trained NBA official. Yeah. And you don't call that? Well, and he was, and when you watch the replay, I mean, he is right on top. He of hammered it. him. It's it, it is as bad right. a call as you will ever see. I mean, and, and you know, maybe something like this, like stuff doesn't change unless it's it's really egregious. This may not do it because it's the Pistons and it's you know game whatever of the regular season. But you know, this is like the, the Saints PI, the, the non-call in the playoffs. It's that level of bad if you haven't seen it, and that led to it change, and, and obviously they went back on it. But imagine if that was a playoff game. Imagine if, if someone loses a, a NBA playoff game or an NBA championship game on on that no call. I mean, Mike, yeah, that's, brutal. that's Cam Newton seven on seven scuffle stuff right there. Yeah, I just think in, in today's world of technology and it reviews and replays, they just got to – how do they not have all this streamlined I don't know. for situations like this? Well, and unfortunately now the NBA is becoming like the Pac-12 where <laughs> – Far too often, the officials and the incompetence is becoming the story, and, yep. and you can't. W- when it becomes a running joke, that's not good for your league, and the NBA absolutely has that right now. All right, more basketball things. Will the Blazers actually break the streak tonight? That's next. Isaac and Souk from X Golf Tualatin on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, we're back at X-Golf to Alton's 420. You know what that means. (laughs) It's time for in the news? No, not yet. Time for an edible. Oh. Oh, I'm fresh out. So I got to run a bet by you. No, I didn't bet this. No. But tonight is big night mm-hmm. in basketball. Yeah. Because BYU plays Kansas. <laughs> Why are th- you laughing at I thought at they that? already played. No, it's tonight. Oh, I thought they played and got drilled already. You would be wrong. It's tonight. Okay. And so I thought... They got I, drilled by someone else then that I thought was Kansas. Well, they'll probably get drilled by Kansas. Oh, 100%. Although yeah, we, I don't we, know. We did beat Baylor, though. Yeah, I know. But they're out of the top 25 now. Yeah, I, I, Kansas is a little dicey. Our best player's out. Yeah. Your, like, ninth best player would be our best player. Our best player is a big Egyptian guy that likes to pass. Well, we only have six guys. Mm. Not even that. We have five guys. Okay. We have no bench. At any rate, I was toying with this bet. 
Moneyline Kansas parlayed to Moneyline Heat. But Ooh. then I thought, wait a minute. This is classic trap spot for Miami. <laughs> because the Blazers, the stock couldn't be lower. Yes. They could not make a three. They were three of 107. They shot 9%. 9% against the Hornets. And against they, Charlotte, there who's was, not any good. There was an article today about how the NBA needs to do something to curb scoring. It's out of control. This is on the heels of Portland putting up 80 points against yeah, the Hornets. That was funny. We talked about that on Friday. And it is true. The In the NBA, it's it's just getting wild. Yes. You can just you can Guys are so good. Yeah. That you just you can't guard them. No, the and, offense efficiency numbers are, are silly. Well, you you heard the stat. We talked about this on Friday too. Buck threw this out, but the stat is that the Warriors' offense of 2017, you know, where they won 72 games or whatever. Yeah, had they finished it off, it would have been the greatest team of all time. That was the greatest offense in the history of the NBA. Yeah. Do you know what it would rank this year? <laughs> like fourth. Nineteenth. <laughs> Not even kidding. That's true. <laughs> Jeez. In offensive efficiency, I think, is the number there. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, like four of the top – I think the four top offenses right now are the best ever. It's just it's just insane. Uh, at any rate, I was looking at the Blazers going, God, they've lost, what, eight or nine in a row. Yes. They haven't won on the homestand. Mm-hmm. Miami's coming in here. And, of course, they're riding high. They're, they're, they're getting it together. Everybody trusts them again. Yeah, they've won like 8-9 or something like that. They're playing real well. The Blazers are coming off the worst game of all time. And I mean of all time. I watched a little bit of it. My God, <laughs> my rods and cones. <laughs> they owe me money. Well, and, and like everyone, like Brogdon's out, Scoot's out, Shard's out. They're all out. Shard's out. Shard's out. <laughs> wow. Yeah, he's out. Although Rupert apparently might be playing in this one. Look out. Well, I just... All of that to say, I bet you the Blazers win tonight. You're so stupid. <laughs> if you, don't, I'm not gonna bet it. If you don't parlay that, by the way, uh, we didn't lose. We didn't get blown out by Kansas. We got blown out by Kansas State. BYU got thumped yeah. by Kansas State. They've beaten one good team all year, and you're telling me that on the money line, you don't believe that Kansas and 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 the Miami Heat can't be I BYU think, and the Blazers? I think, I'm going to make that bet for you tonight. Oh, pl- do it. Make it. I, I, I'm a little trepidatious. I think Kansas wins. <laughs> well, yeah, I but hope I'm a so. little, I'm a little trepidatious about the Heat because they – look at their schedule. Do you have the Heat schedule in front I of you? I do. I pulled it up. Yeah. Who they, they played last night, and they played Sacramento. They beat the Kings, 121-110. Okay. What's their next game after the Blazers? The Nuggets. Exactly. On the 29th. So, so they got a day off. This is a flat spot. Against a team like Portland who can't make a shot, all of a sudden, you know the Blazers are going to go 10 for their first 10 from three, right? No, they're not. I bet they do. <laughs> and it will all be repair. <laughs> repair. R- R- Ryan Rupert, or whatever his name is. I'm just saying, man. Eh, NBA's funky. They got to win at some point. <laughs> okay. This might be it. Uh, I, I love. By the way, that bet, if you wanted to place that bet. Yeah. I think it was my. Uh, I think it was a minus one twenty. I think there's. I think there's value in money line Kansas and Miami. All right. Well, you get it. <laughs> I'm, I'm all over it. Get I'll, it. I'll be glad to take that bet, especially with B- BYU is not beating Kansas. I, th- I love your your best players out. Boo hoo. Yeah. You, stop it. 
Well, God, you don't have to yell at me. Jesus. They have one good win Look, all year. the spread is six, okay? It's yeah. not like it's a, a, a double-digit spread. Boy, I'll tell Kansas you what, will play with their I'll, food. I'll, It'll be a good game for a while, but I trust Kansas to win. I do not trust the Blazers. I think the Blazers might jump that's up. That's the one that scares me. They you. might beat the Heat tonight. <laughs> I because because And the reason I say that is I've been gambling long enough to know that anytime everything points one way, go the other. Go the other. And again, you are coming off a, a 9% three-point shooting Exactly. Night where you scored 80 points. Do you know what the spread is? What's the spread? It's only seven. Interesting. Well, they were like, uh, I had someone text me when they were playing the Nuggets, and I think it was only an eight or nine-point spread against the Nuggets. He texted me and goes, dude, what am I missing? Why, why is Denver only favored by nine? I was like, I, I don't know. And, and they covered. And they covered. Yeah, me and Roth yes. bet that Did one. You see, yeah, we got that one. Did you see that uh, Patrick Beverly has detailed how he has squashed his beef with Damian Lillard? No, I have not seen this. They, they like. Well, they went to Bobby Portis's birthday party okay. together. And Beverly said, Dame walked up, up, up to him and said, what's up, Pat? <laughs> that's, that's what he said. That, that's the key? And he said, sup, Dame. Yite. You know what that means, right? Yeah. Because you're pretty white. Yeah, I know what that means. I'm good, I'm good. Hey, we need to sit down and talk. That's what Pat said. That's what Pat said he said. And then Beverly told Lillard, or no, that's what Lillard said to Pat. Sorry. We need to talk. Yeah, and then Beverly said, F talking. Let's just go out to dinner. Isn't that talking, though? Well, that was going to be my point. Yeah, I mean. That's what, that's what talking dinner is. means. Yes. It's like hey, we need to talk. Let's go to dinner. Yeah, if you go grab a beer, there's a whole ad around that. It's one of my favorite Super Bowl ads of all time. You know, hey, let's grab a beer. A beer isn't a beer. A beer is let's chat. But he says F talking. Yeah. We're going to go have a silent dinner. You're just going to eat like a pork chop. And that, bond. That, that's how you do it? And hold hands. Okay. He says, Lillard sees me now. He sees me as a player and a coworker. He sees me in a light that he hasn't seen me in before. So they've squashed their beef, apparently. Well, they need something because Milwaukee's a mess. Well, they've won a couple now. This, huh. e th this, is, the this is why you don't watch the NBA for the first three months, is that all the teams that you thought were going to be good are going to start cranking it up right about now. And I'm not saying Milwaukee doesn't have issues, but they've won a couple big games since they, the All-Star break. They did beat the Timberwolves. Yeah, and they just – they're going to – they're – it's it's the urgency, right? Yeah. Denver has cranked it up a little bit. Miami's cranked it up a little bit. It's just when once the the season is so long, they ride these thoroughbreds like they just ride them into the ground. They coast, and so now you get to this place where it's like, okay, it's time to crank it up. And what is happening? Half the teams are going south because they want draft picks, and half the teams are going north because they want to improve their their playoff positioning. I mean, the Warriors got it cranked up until they lost to Denver. Yep. Lakers, I'm sure, will we'll turn it on a little I, bit I here. I'm interested to see what Milwaukee does because I think they're third in the East right now. The Doc Rivers thing, obviously, it's, it's been a bit bumpy. I mean, they lost to the Memphis Grizzlies, for God's sakes. It's the Memphis. There's no excuse for that. And, you know, and Dame, it hasn't been a great year for him, and, you know, he's struggling, you know, personally. I'll just – I'll be very interested. I'll be very I, – I think if you, to me – most intriguing playoff storyline that I want to watch is Milwaukee. Because when, when Dame went there, I think they were like the second or third best odds to win the NBA you know, title and best duo in the league. And, and it just hasn't um, yeah, it, not just, yet. it just hasn't clicked yet. Not yet. They'll, they'll, I bet you they'll figure it out. Um, this leads me to a question, though, that I was thinking about today. Bet on, bet on Kansas? 
most so Beverly and Lillard most famous teammates who hated each other. Oh. I ha- and I've put together a top five. I've already researched this. Oh, I've got I'm intrigued one. by this. That, that just that despised one another. I remember the, the one I think about is Jeff Kent and Barry Bonds. Yep, that's choking the in the dugout. That was they, exactly what they, I thought. Yeah. That's number five. They effing they didn't hated like, they did not like each other. Each other. Uh, gosh. And these are, yeah, most high-profile teammates that, that hated each that other. Hated each I'm other. sure there's a lot of people that. Because, like, Shaq and Kobe had beef, but they didn't hate each other. On the list. Are they? Number two. Okay. Well, that was probably the most famous, like, I don't know if hate is the word, but their conflict led to them losing to the Pistons and then having that thing broke up. They could have won five championships together. They, they, could have, they could have won as many as they wanted to until that thing, you know, cratered out. But they, they couldn't get along. Okay, you have three more. Uh, they're big. They're big. I'm trying to think just off the top of my head of who else is there that truly hated each well, other. Well, I'm going to give you one because it's it's not as big as the other two. But yeah. you forget that these two hated each other to the point where they had to ship one of them out of there. But Terrell Owens and Donovan McNabb. Oh, yeah. They did not get along. No, lot. they didn't at all. T.O. did not like McNabb. No, well, T.O., yeah, and he he, he was yeah, – that was the Super Bowl. He was throwing his quarterback under the bus and just – I, I they remember, eventually had to get rid of him. Yeah, and doing sit-ups in the driveway and all that. I do remember that. That's number four. I don't know why that didn't pop into my head. All right, uh, number what, one. What you're, you you're missing number one and number three. All right, give me, give me three. Obviously, save one for last. Okay, number three is one forgotten about, but highly, high profile. Joe Montana, Steve Young. Oh. They hated each other. I don't think about that. Well, because well, they were both quarterbacks. They were both quarterbacks, and, and, but, yeah, Montana got run off. Hated each other. Yeah. Montana did not like Steve Young. Well, again, w- when you know that someone who's a Hall of Famer is, is breathing down your neck, uh, well, I mean, that's the whole Garoppolo. Imagine all the tension with Garoppolo and Brady, but instead of it G- being Jimmy Garoppolo, imagine if that's Steve Young breathing down Tom Brady's neck. Yeah, that's one too many roosters in the hen house. You, I, I can see that. And you forget about it because they're both nice guys. And number one, most high profile, more high profile than Shaq and Kobe, in my opinion. Because this, after all, is my list. Yeah. Derek Jeter, Alex Rodriguez. Wow. Oh, I don't. They again, did not like that's each That's another one that I don't think about nearly as much. So there as, you go. As the others. Those are the top five most famous teammates who hated one another. And a lot of those teams, by the way, had a lot of success. And exactly. That was going to be my you, point. It's like you don't, you have, don't to. have to be besties. No, you don't have to have kumbaya. It's it's funny too that winning cures a lot of stuff. This stuff usually rears its ugly head when you start losing. When you lose, then everyone hates each other. Like the Don McNabb uh, T.O. thing. If they win that Super Bowl, no one says crap. That's back to that's my quarterback. You lose and well, you throw up in the middle of the game. All of a sudden, T.O. hates your ass. They weren't teammates, but I'm watching that dynasty right now. I'm not all the way through it, but Belichick Brady. Yes, there is. I mean, he Brady no. did not like him. No, not at all. They, those guys just won. Well, and and towards the end, Bill wanted to move on. Bill was yeah. Bill was tired of Tom and and you know Tom flat out said I am not signing up for more of this. Yeah. All right. Uh, up next, it is time for in the news. Uh, we've got a local death to tell you about, and yet another failed liberal policy from you and your snowflakes. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Obama. That'll be next. Uh, let's go to Buckwa Sports Center. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Indeed, we are at X-Golf Tualatin, where the afternoon wave of the first annual Fan Winter Golf Classic is underway, and it is intense. Yes, you can cut the tension with a knife. They're playing Pebble Beach. It's a scramble. The earlier wave, the noon wave, the low score was 16 under. That's crispy right there. <laughs> By Skittles. So, yeah, the uh, Shane Goodell. long-time fan uh, golf personalities. So, hey... Um, what was I going to tell you? I don't know. Something super cool. Ah, you're lost. Yeah. Uh, right now it is February 27, 2024. It is time for In the News. I'm your noted newsman. Hello. Thank you. Thank you. Do we have the music? The, yeah, there ah. it is. It's on location. You know, it's we got some. He's asleep at the wheel back there. <laughs> well, not true. Know, says he's unsupervised back there now. I am unsupervised. I'm not news. sleeping, though. It is International Polar Bear Day, so shout out to all you polar bears. Love the polar bears. If you've ever seen one in person in the wild, it is wild. They are freaking enormous. They, uh, they is that why they call it the wild? Because it's wild? <laughs> that is wild. When you see them? They're just so much larger than any other bear. It's, it's, just, it's not even close. There's also National Kahlua Day. Oh. I know you like Kahlua. I had a couple white Russians down in New Orleans. Did you? Well, that's the final final. And then, you know, I move on to drinking back to whiskey, and then when I'm ready for the final, 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 then I go back to White Russians. You know, it's 93 degrees in Dallas today. That's hot. Did you know that? I did not. But that's that's quite warm. Dude, it's February. I would not have thought that. What the hell? I don't know. It was, not, it was like mid-70s in uh, in New Orleans, with, uh, and it was like it was perfect, but they were said, give it a month and you'll hate it. It'll be it, muggy? Yeah, the heat's coming. Yeah, 90, but 93? In, how is that? In February. Good Lord. Dude, that's nuts. Yeah. I have a local death to tell you about. This is sad news. Well, isn't because death, deaths are typically sad. I was gonna say, unless like Hitler dies or something, then you know. Longtime Ducks women's basketball broadcaster Terry Johns has died. No good. At the age of seventy. Yeah, seventy's too young. That's that's pretty. That's, pr- that's pretty young. Pretty young. Yeah, my dad passed away at seventy-one. I don't. I don't like that. Yeah. I don't, I don't like. I, I. You know, it's in the nineties. Then then you can celebrate. You're like, yeah, it's a it's a hell of a run. Seventy. I'm too close to seventy. I don't like it. Yeah, he, he was, was fighting a battle game, with March non-Hodgkin's of 2023. Yeah. Uh, and uh, by the way, in the vein of um, Mike Parker, who is the Oregon State broadcaster. Yes. Who went to Oregon? Uh huh. He was a Terry Johns went to Oregon State. Interesting. Well, you know, sometimes that happens, man. You do the old flippy flop. Look, if Kansas State came and wanted to make you the voice of the Wildcats, no thanks. <laughs> Sinai's crop up. 
I know you've been looking to get to Manhattan, Dude, Kansas on a regular basis. That place <laughs> sucks. Trust me. And if, if and I know some of you are saying, well, Lawrence can't be any better. It's still in Kansas. Not even close. Yeah. Way better. Yes. Light years better. Uh, having never been to both, I'm taking your word Absurdly better. Yeah. And under no way are you biased. Well, I am biased, but I have never, I'm also right. I have never heard anyone say a good thing about Manhattan. Dude, Manhattan Kansas. sucks. <laughs> Trust me. Um, yet another failed liberal policy, Jason. Another when are they going to learn? Liberal BS, Frank. Don't listen to it. Well, you know, uh, it's really one of the hallmark laws in Oregon. Mm -hmm. And it's the urban growth boundary. Of course, you know about this, right? Yes. Where we don't like, we don't want, we don't, we don't want sprawl. No. Keep it tight. Grow up, not out. Yes. Well, they're balking at that. Who's balking at that? Well, the people. The people. The peeps. Well, you've got a lack of affordable housing. Yeah, I, uh, I, Jason. I, I hear that that's kind of a big deal. So that has prompted Oregon lawmakers to consider chipping away at the very famous 1970s law that made the state a national leader in leveraging land use policy to prevent suburban sprawl and conserve nature and agriculture. Look at us. And you know that's going to piss off. Oh, Guaranteed. A lot of people. Well, someone is going to be making money, and there's going to be a hole in the sky <laughs> where a tree once stood, and people aren't going to stand for it. People won't. Yep. It's a sacred cow of Oregon's liberal politics. It helped to cement the state's green reputation. It has been extremely influential in its development. But... Sorry, my mic is... It's getting wild over here. You're popping. Well, I get very passionate. Well, you're, you're fired up about urban yeah, sprawl. Yeah, take it easy. Out there. Damn awesome. lips. <laughs> Thank you. Um. Yeah, so they're they're considering uh, going back on that. Interesting. That would, by the way, I, I don't buy it for a second, but you know, it's interesting that they're considering it. Should be a good battle. Well, I mean, is it get people fired up? Couldn't people just move to the suburbs anyways? Uh. <laughs> well. <laughs> I mean, I, look. I'm but all these go to eleven. <laughs> That's a great but, reference. But these go to <laughs> 11, Jason Swigard, everybody. 11 louder than 10. Uh-oh. Swigard's going to go get his golf clubs, no, he said. For God's sakes. Yeah, yeah, they set up a bay for us over there. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, I mean, look, I'm all for uh, expanding. But at the same time, you know, if you do need more uh, area, you know, could you just move a little bit outside of the city? And does anyone believe that anything that gets built will actually be affordable? for anybody well that's the next question isn't yeah. it yeah i just you know hey that's we all need more affordable housing i'm just waiting for someone to build affordable housing because anytime someone builds something the last thing i ever hear them be like hey you know what i well, want to make this affordable they build affordable housing but you can, you don't qualify for it <laughs> who does? so yeah i don't who does well low-income people I'm but not you i'm waiting for i've seen your deal i'm waiting for affordable housing it hasn't happened yet that's why i live in vancouver for god's sakes Hey, did you see this Wolverine sighting? No, we got a Wolverine sighting? Yeah, dude, you got to check this out. I'm going to pull this up for you. I saw the lady from Oregon with the world's largest tongue. What? Yeah. Some lady from Oregon has the Guinness Book of World Record for the world's largest tongue. It's bigger than a soda can. Oh, Googling. <laughs> I thought that may make in the news. I saw that today. I didn't see it. Yeah. 
Where is that her right there? Uh, no. Oh, God, well. look at the dude. Look at these tongues yeah, on these it's, people. It's kind of freaky. Don't Google that. It's kind of freaky. Gross. Yeah, I don't know. She she got the Guinness Book of World Record for the largest tongue. All right. Well, anyway, uh, there is a uh, the Oregon uh, Fish and Wildlife Department confirmed this. Okay, here I'm going to play this for you. I want you to see this. Okay. This is a video. Oh damn it! We've got an ad. Oh, the freaking. That's ads. a delightful ad, though. Look, look, it's for like a. Oh yeah, it's it's a couple. Is that like Black Butte or something? No, that looks like maybe Arizona. Every life needs a good highlight reel. Oh, Vista Mesa, Mesa yeah. City Limitless. Yeah. Okay. Well, here, this is uh, this, this is, is going to be Oregon? a video. This is in Barlow, Oregon. Okay. And look at this thing. It's just cruising around. It looks like a, a nice little urban neighborhood there. Yeah, there's a little the snow coming down. Yeah. And there's just a Wolverine. He's he yeah he's he's filming across his street. In a field. Do we know why he's filming? Well, because there's a freaking Wolverine over oh, there, so dude. so he's specifically looking for the Wolverine. Well, he probably saw it. Now yeah. he's going to film it. You'll see it come on here. That They could probably could have edited this. Yeah, but, can, uh, we, can we... Dude, I tell you what. Can we keep that tight? So this is Barlow. Barlow, Oregon. And um, when he first saw it... There it is right there. Oh, yeah. When he first saw it, he said he didn't know what it was. And I tell you what. I'm with him. Like... When you think of Wolverine, dude, thing's moving. dude, and it's moving and it's big. Yeah, it looks like a mini bear. That thing kind of freaks me out. I'm Look not at gonna that lie. thing. Like if I saw that coming, like I, I might take a little poop in my hiking shorts. So like, at first you look at it and you go, "Well, that's a dog," but yeah. then you're like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa that's not yeah, a dog. Not that's a, a dog. bear." And yeah. then you're like, "No, no, no, that's yeah. not a bear." <laughs> oh, it's a Wolverine. You, and it, the amazing part is, like, outside of like a Dairy Queen, you don't. Yeah, I, I thought Wolverines only lived like in like the most remote, like, like. Well, there have been more and more Wolverine sightings here locally, well, as you know. Well, uh, can we can we fully just embrace the fact that the Wolverines are leading the animal uprising? I mean, once the Wolverines start coming into the neighborhoods, what chance do we have? Now we're, we're, we're all screwed. So they said, we talked about this, but last year they spotted a Wolverine, and it was the, the first time a Wolverine had been seen outside of the Wallawa Mountains yeah. in over 30 years. Yeah, it never happens. And now they're all over the place. Yeah. They're probably in your house right now. It's... It's only a matter of time before someone in my family is murdered by a wolverine. Dude, those things that are terrifying. Is, yeah, it's big. The thing is, imagine just like, because I take my dog out to like public spaces where just I can see you know what's coming. I'll let him off leash and he runs around. Imagine just you know I got my I got my my big guy out there just cruising around and I look down them and like and you just see that thing hauling ass at you. Yeah, that's not a battle you want. No, no. I I just look at the big. What guy What would you do uh, if a wolverine and your dog start fighting? There's nothing. You run. Like I mean, nine one one. I mean, you don't get your gun. Try to shoot the. Where am I gonna get my? I don't. I'm not. It's not. I'm not. You're packing. A, you're not a, carrying a holster. You're a. <laughs> I'm not just ready at we'll a moment. Well, run into your house, <laughs> into your safe, <laughs> or wherever so, it is you keep your stupid guns. That part is. I don't even know. Like, how would you? Sh like, I'm guessing that's just like a, a a a big ball of fur. How the hell would you shoot the Wolverine and not your dog? Yeah. I hate to say it, but I think at that point I'm in the market for a new Akita. The car's not coming out on the. That's that's going poor for you. Now, are you you're not watching it, are you? Like, what do you do? Like, do you I, just? I don't know. I, I think maybe get a stick or something. Do I, you throw I, things at the Wolverine? I guess. I, the, the key is you just gotta you gotta just take the big guy and run. You gotta convince him, like, buddy, we we gotta get out of here. We gotta get here now. Oh, so you start running in hopes that he follows it's you? It's the only like you just start screaming and like we're heading to the hills. And now you've got a dog and a Wolverine running with you. Uh, it's better. It's better than than just. I'll tell you what you don't do is you don't try to break up that fight. No. No. You can't. No, you can't. And it's not really even a fight. It's not. It's that, an attack. Well, and, and unfortunately, like, your dog's not surviving that. No. Like, it's 
It's just not, not unless the Wolverine doesn't. It, Wolverine just yeah. decides to leave him alone. And I, I'm guessing that's not common. I'm guessing once the Wolverine decides that it's going to get into conflict, I'm going to go ahead and Damn. say it, it wins that conflict. Where do Portland, Salem, and Vancouver rank on the list of happiest cities in the United States? That's next on In the News on The Fan. All right, we're wrapping up In the News here with some happy talk. Where do you think Portland, Vancouver, and Salem rank among the happiest cities in America? I don't think very high. Why? At least from Portland. Because everyone I know that lives in Portland bitches about it constantly. And everyone that lives outside of Portland bitches about it more than the people that live in Portland. Hmm. All my friends in Vancouver think I'm nuts because I hang out in Portland. The vast majority of my free time is spent in Portland, and they look at me like I have two heads. Like at any given moment, I'm about to be murdered. Well, actually, have my car stolen, my family kidnapped, and then murdered. And I'm like, yeah, that's. I'm going to lighten up there a little bit. Where do they hang out? <laughs> Not Portland. <laughs> Yakima? Uh, I think Yakima is scarier than Portland. Well, Wallet Hub has ranked the 180 largest U.S. cities in order of happiness. And, of course, we all know the key factors, the key ingredients of being happy. Sure. Positive mental state. Yes. Healthy body. Uh-huh. Strong social connections. Job satisfaction. Yeah. And financial well-being. I'm going to say this is all warm, nice weather places like San Diego. Number one is Fremont, California. Okay. And Fremont is uh, right in between Oakland and San Jose. So rich people. Yes. But I I heard that California is a cesspool and everyone hates it. Not in Fremont. Not in Fremont. (laughs) It's good to be in Fremont. Number two is Overland Park, Kansas, which is a suburb of Kansas City. And it's it's like rich people. Yeah, I mean, it's just utopia. You know, it's like cookie cutter. (laughs) Rich people. Rich Midwest people. uh, It's not the ritziest part of town. It's just like. Higher end, though? It's just nice. Okay. I'm guessing money has a lot to do with a lot of these areas. It's just. uh, It's like Tualatin. Flint, Michigan's never going to be high on this list. Hmm. (laughs) Let's look for Flint. (laughs) Someone tells me Flint's near the bottom. Uh, Oregon has. Well, Portland and Salem are on the list because they rank the top 180 cities. So uh, Salem, now I'm scrolling way down. Yeah, I'm guessing Bend is going to be higher than Portland Bend is not in the top 180, okay, though, so it's not go. on the list. Right. Last on the list, 182, actually. Last is still Detroit, Michigan. Well, there you go. How about that? <laughs> That's interesting because, uh, again, at least in the, in the downtown area, they have done a lot to make that city um, better. In fact, everyone throws shade at Detroit, but I'm telling you, you go to downtown Detroit after being in downtown Portland, and they've lapped us by well, apparently multiple they're, times. They're still miserable. St- still hated there. All Cleveland right. is second lowest all right. All right. at 181. I don't really think of Cleveland as being unhappy. I, would, like, I always think of Cleveland as a positive image of Cleveland. One uh, notable, Augusta, Georgia, 171st. Um, huh. And that's where the, they play the Masters. But I'm telling you, Augusta, Georgia, outside of the Masters, is a dump. Is a dump. Huh. Outside of Augusta National. Why do I always think of Augusta then as like a? Maybe it's yeah. I just think of it's it. It's not like great. A, all right. Not great. Uh, Salem is 159th. Sounds about right. Out of 180, <laughs> you're beating 
Baltimore and Philly. Oh, okay. But you are uh, you are losing to New Orleans and Tulsa. By the way, you're New Orleans, Louisiana, the city that you love so much. I do love it. 156th <laughs> on the list. Well, again, I, I think there's some. I think when you live there, there's definitely some sharp edges. You know, there, there's a. Uh, there's some rough parts of that town. Now, you live in Vancouver, Washington. I do live in the Couve, and I feel like the Couve in general is a pretty positive place. It's 100th. Yeah, okay. Right so, next right. to Reno. <laughs> wow. So can I call now? Can I call Vancouver the Reno of Washington? I think you should. Yeah, Yakima is the Palm Springs of Washington. I feel like Vancouver now. I'm going to call it the Reno of the of, of uh, the Evergreen State. And as for Portland, Salt Lake, by the way, 77. Yeah, everyone in Salt Lake pretends to be happy. Yeah, but they're not. No, they're miserable. Yeah. Um, a lot of bitter, uh, a lot of repressed feelings in Salt Lake from my experience. No way. <laughs> uh, Portland. Hey, where are we at in Portland? We are. Well, now I lost it. We're worse than Vancouver, I'm assuming, right? No. No, we're better? Oh, yeah. All right. Way go better, bro. Go Portland. 67th. Dude, right, right behind Austin. That's way better than I would have thought. Yeah, 67 well, out of 180. They keep the Portland weird stuff. That surprises me. We're happy. So, right. Somewhat. Nice. Austin. You would think Austin would be really high. Uh, Austin's having 66. This, Austin's having a lot of the same problems that we're having. You know Boy. what? It's the damn libs. Yeah, it is the damn yeah, libs. It's, it's always the damn it's libs. It's always the libs. <laughs> What's like top 10? Scottsdale, Arizona is number 10. Well, again. Columbia, Maryland, number 9. Don't know enough about it. Pearl City, Hawaii, number 8. San Francisco, number 7. Wow, see, that's a shocker. Honolulu, number 6. Irvine, California, number 5. Madison, Wisconsin, number 4. That's a great spot. That is a great spot. Uh, San Jose is 3. Overland Park, 2. And Fremont, Number one. I do think there's a lot of money involved in those top ten cities. It does seem that way. Yeah. Apparently, people with money, shocker, happier. Money cannot buy happiness. In this case, it kind of can. You have to get seventy. What do they say? Seventy-five thousand dollars a year. They say anything after seventy-five thousand. You is won't get any higher satisfaction out of life. Yeah. Unless you live. I in, beg to differ about well, that. Well, if though. you live in certain areas, I don't think seventy-five gets you there. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't know. I make if, twenty. If you lived in Manhattan, uh, New York versus Manhattan, Kansas, your seventy-five might go. A little bit, little bit further. It's in the news for February 27, 2024. The Hot 5 at 5 is coming up next. Our show is live today from X-Golf to Wallaton. It's Isaac and Souk on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. 
So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 